kind of have got to have a good energy if we're going to we just came off a win and I think it's time to <laughs> All right, on that note, we'll get started. Um, welcome to episode 16 of the Goat Heads podcast. Um, if you're watching this now, it is now the month of December, and the Sabres are bad. Fill in the blank. Yeah. <laughs> Not very good. Are they 10-12-1 now, or are they 11-12-1? They're 10-12-1. That was our 10th win of the year. Well, our 11th will be tonight when this comes out against the uh, defending Stanley Cup champions, the Colorado Avalanche. <laughs> For um, sure. No, the Sabres are not looking so hot right now. I mean, they've, they've had glimpses of a, of a promising young team, but. Hey, we're getting a lot out of the uh, kids line. Paterka, Cousins, and Quinn. I Two goals tonight for uh, Cousins, and then uh, Quinn gets that uh, shootout winner. So that's pretty There's cool. moves that need to be made. Yeah, we'll, we need to make. On the bush here. We are uh, relying on a line where the oldest player is 21 years of age to bring depth scoring to this team, and it's – it's tough, especially games like tonight. We win, luckily, but last night or two nights ago was at the Bay game, and we choked that one too. We lost that one. Um, I don't think we deserve to lose. I think uh, the goaltender. You don't think Luka we deserve Luka to lose. No, I think we. I think we should have won that Tampa game. I think we, up until five minutes left, uh, when we got that two goal lead, every second till that second, we deserved to win. And they sold you don't it. deserve to win until the clock's zero. You either win or you don't. We didn't win. We didn't deserve it. We, we outshot them. them. We we outplayed them. I felt like we had a lot more. Uh, I don't know. We looked better than Tampa. Not like overall, just like last night. I think we looked better. Took too many penalties against Tampa, and they made you pay for it. And then we took. We're talking about yesterday's tonight. game against the Red Wings. They took seven penal uh, seven penalties tonight. You can't shout out to the penalty kill. They. What was it? Five on three, minute twenty-seven. We were yeah. able to kill that off. I, I thought it was over. Yeah, Red Wings had all, all the momentum they needed. Yeah, I don't the know. If that's was you, the, but that, that's the, uh, this game was pretty worrying to me. It wasn't a satisfying win. You never feel comfortable, no matter what kind of lead the Sabers have. You don't feel comfortable. This team doesn't close out games. They. If they're not losing, they're winning, and then you're clenching your butt cheeks hoping they don't choke it, which tonight they did. You know, Jack Quinn shootout goal. Let's talk about that for a second. Holy moly. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. That was, that was really cool. Um, needed the two points there. and Do you know who would have made that save? Craig Jack Quinn. Devin Levi. Again. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I cannot uh, like all these like goaltending problems. I know Craig played great tonight. Forty-five shots against. He obviously forty-one saves. Still put up a nine-one-one save percentage. But um, it's a good team. Red Wings are no, they're no, they're no slouch in the league. So yeah, great game. But um, UPL was UPL has been a little not so amazing. Trying to, I mean, he's in a position where he's to play or he's this is his chance right now. Is his chance and um. I wasn't able to watch it, but the St. Louis Blues game, he only let in two goals. He played – and one of them was in, like, garbage time. It was, like, the last minute, two minutes, and it went in. And it, 
it was yeah. it was stupid. He was playing great that whole game. And I know was, we haven't we haven't even uh, recorded since the red and black jersey. So, oh yeah, the name of our podcast is the Go Heads Podcast. Too. I can't believe they made jerseys after our podcast. I know. I can't believe we like, we single handedly brought back the Go Head jersey. So you're welcome, everyone. Thanks to our strong uh, fans in Brazil, helping us push our message. I went. I went back. to Brazil uh, the other week to. Oh yeah, for our fan meetup. Yeah, we were, we're like the Beavers <laughs> down there. Can't even get off the plane. It's like when the Bills lose a playoff game. <laughs> Speaking of the Bills, did you see the Dear OBJ letter on uh, Twitter? No, I did not. I I didn't even read it because I read a little bit of it, just like skipped through it, but I didn't want to deal with how it's it's a fan writing like dear OBJ and it's like a note screenshot and it's like come here for the family for the culture see what Buffalo's all about mafia mount up see I want I want the Sabers to be good but I'm kind of scared if we turn out like the Bills like it will just like the fan base like I see some we'll stuff. be able to pick and choose uh, the people out who are not here the whole time I think the the real sickos who still follow the Sabers know who. Uh, Who's been a day one? So when we see this random guy making a becoming an influencer off Sabres vibes, uh, we'll, we'll I'm gonna beat him up personally. Yeah. I'm gonna kick that dude's ass <laughs> or girl. Yeah, <laughs> I will beat her up as well. Yeah, but um, the Bills are without a Von Miller until Week 14. Is, is that I didn't hear how long by no recording? I mean, that's just word on the street. I'm not, okay. I'm not a doctor, never I don't claim know. to be. But yeah, the Bills beat the Detroit Lions, and uh, if you're listening to this t- as the day it releases, it's a Thursday night football game, and we play the Patriots, correct? We play yes. the Patriots, right? Yeah, I think it's the first game since uh, that playoff blowout. And I saw somewhere Mac Jones says he has a picture from that playoff game in his locker that he uses for motivation every game. Oh, is this going to be a re- – I was worried it was going to be a revenge game. Like, we're going to have to be on it. Patriots by 20. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> I won't be surprised. I, here's the thing going on with Buffalo sports right now. The Sabres are fun. Sabres fans call a Bills and, game. And the Bills are kind of terrifying, except the Bills win and the Sabres lose. So, Yeah. Dear OBJ, dear OBJ, please, please play physical forward for the Sabers. Um, dear Jacob Chickren, how you doing? <laughs> Come to the Sabers vibes. What can we do for you? Um, yeah, Jacob Chickren to uh, the Buffalo Sabers confirmed now. It just happened no, because there's going to be someone who watches, and they'll be like, "Really? No, no, no. not yet." Not Will it ever happen? Maybe. Not, will it we, be a while? Probably. We talked but, to um, Kevin Adams once. We, it could happen. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, Jeff Merritt came out came out and said, uh, Buffalo Sabres are a dark horse team for uh, Jake Chickering. And that's pretty cool. I know the Sabres were ta- asking about him at the draft. Uh, the asking mm-hmm. price back then was uh, ridiculous. But I think it's our Samuelson and Darlene are all lefties, correct? Yeah. Chickering's lefty. Yeah, I I don't care. 
I think Owen Power oh, is more Samuelson, than capable. Colleen Power and Chikrin. Those would yeah. be your top two. Four. Yeah, top two. Chikrin's yeah. the same. Like Chikrin's young. Twenty-four. Yeah. Biggest problem with right. Chikrin is his health. He's uh. Mm-hmm. We we always say we're too young, but now we're just bringing in another young defense. I th- I think twenty four is a good the youngest you can go because beginning of prime. We're obviously not winning this year, but then he's gonna be twenty five, twenty six, twenty seven, twenty eight. He's got three more years, two more years after this year uh, on his contract. I think he's making just under five million. Um, yeah, so that's another problem that he doesn't have much term. He's at a good cap though with having to. Pay Darlene and Power soon, so I just but, um, don't see how bringing Chikrin. I don't know. Okay, I hearing this makes me excited that Kevin Adams genuinely wants to make a change. So therefore, I'm excited that he wants to make this trade. Is this the trade they need to make? No, I don't think so. I think do I, they need to add to their defense core? Yes. Does giving up the assets is going to cost Jake Chikrin worth it when you have holes? in a lot of other places, I don't think so. I think you can get a guy who could even be right-handed, who maybe is not as talented, but brings a – we need something. We need something down there. Yoki Haru looks good right now because he's playing with power. Power has that effect. Uh, You can ask Cal Clegg about that. But um, they need to do something eventually. This team – they can't put this team on the ice next year. There can't be – no changes, and they can't make the playoffs this year without making changes either. So, but I, I do think, think we're playoffs are even being considered right now. Like I think that's the that, goal. I think Kevin it's Adams, like, he's putting this team in. Like if, if you're Kevin, you're not Kevin Adams. Is Kevin Adams picturing this team in the playoffs this year? I don't think um, he is. I don't think they set that expectation. But I think it's something they want to be in the conversation about come March. For once, March, we're, like, not playing pointless hockey, 30 points out of a playoff spot. So I think it's just uh, be around there. Just get close. Show that you've improved. Um, But I think you're a few moves away from having a a complete hockey team. But the problem is nobody – Everyone has no move clauses. Not everyone, but the one if you have a no move clause, one of the cities you don't want to move to is Buffalo. I don't think it's as bad as it used to be. I'd say I like think it's still bad. I don't think it's good, but I don't I think teams have caught notice. We have two first overall defensemen. Tage Thompson is insane. Yeah, and uh, we've got a lot of young talent. So I mean I don't think it's like back then it was Ralph Kruger and company and Phil Housley. Like, and that team was just Jack Eichel. So it's a lot different. So I don't think it's as bad, but it's still probably not great. Buffalo's not fun place to live compared to many other cities. So it's not as bad, but I think the reputation is still tainting the city right now. <clears throat> I don't think a lot of a lot of big name big big fish guys don't have Buffalo on their no trade list. Yeah, I was um like we were saying earlier that Cousins, Paterka, Quinn line, it's a lot of fun. 
but I think that's a solid third line right now. Like in the future, will that be the second line? Probably. And we'll have more prospects come in. But I think for the next two, three years, I think you want that to be your third line and you want a six second line. So I think the Sabres need to be on the market for middle six center. Yeah. I, yeah, experience then, I guess you would say. Not, like, I, having to rely on them for your scoring besides Tage Thompson and Jeff Skinner as of late, and Tuck has scored too. But um, it's there's still the there's a lot of growing teams. What was that? The after the whistle. Which one? Uh, yes, the newest one. one. Yeah. Where they're talking about how uh, Vanek and that young line with the Finneganov and – Hominville? They they were like so good as rookies because they got to play under all this experienced mm-hmm. forward core. And you don't really have that here. Like Don Granado said Cousins is mentoring JJ and Jack Quinn. Like ja- Dylan Cousins is the same age as Jack Quinn. They're yeah, both twenty one years old. He can't be mentoring them. He's the same age. He has no more experience than they do. I mean, he's got a season more under his belt, but what's that compared to a guy who's been to the playoffs or has won a championship? Or do we have any guys on our team? Who are the guys on our team who have played a playoff game? Did we, we talk about check this Kyle last week? Yeah, I'll check. Uh, Craig Anderson, Kyle Poso. Yeah. Jeff Skinner has not. Yeah. Um, that Carolina team. Tyson Jost. No, we didn't talk about that either. Um. Yeah, that's that's it. That there's no. Yeah, there's. Labushkin <laughs> play playoff games. Yeah, Labushkin. I was looking at the players who played tonight, so that's why I didn't say Labushkin. But yeah, and Labushkin oh. played in Toronto for one off or one year. So the problem I see this team having is never bringing in those guys. Like we need to start bringing in those guys now. Like why haven't we? Don't have. I don't know. We're always going to be a young team. We're yeah, looking at the standings right now in the uh, Atlantic. Detroit's fourth place with 27 points. The Sabres right now are 21 points. They're not out of anything. Tampa's got 27 points as well. They're so. not out of anything, but they lost eight games in a row. Yeah. Like, you can't do that. Like that's. I mean, you can. They did, but. You so do the Flames, and they're right now they're fifth in the Pacific with some games in their favor. So, well, we started seven three and zero, and the conversation then was, how do we know if this is legit or not? American Thanksgiving, American Thanksgiving, we were lost eight of our last ten or eight of our last nine. Probably, I don't think we had a something like that. It, it, you can't like it's that cold streak. It's hard to come back from, especially in the Atlantic. I, we could ask for as much change as we want. It all comes down to Kevin Adams doing something. I mean, why, easier said than done. But like, why wouldn't he? Why right wouldn't now? see Middleton and Victor Olafson's value are probably as high as they'll ever be, at least on the Sabers. They're not going to be. We know who the core pieces are. I, I, I believe I believe we have a, a a pretty good idea of who who can handle playing time. 
What the Sabres need are guys who are on three to four year term deals making three to six and a half, seven million dollar range of just good experienced forwards to make up a second line. You need a you need to completely abolish Middlestat, Olafson, and Hinestroza or Asplund, insert whoever there, but that needs to be gone. They don't work. Olafson does not work on this team. Olsen I think he's very talented, but eleven goals this season. What was that? Olafson has eleven this season goals. Ten. Either ten or eleven, and he has two assists. One's on an empty net. One's a secondary. His value is probably pretty decent right now. Yeah, it's got to be. Two assists is bad, but the goals are there. He, so, yeah, you can score if you're a playoff team. Like if you're not forty goal based right now. Yeah. You're looking for a guy who can score goals. Why can't we send him to a team like that? I don't understand. I would have I would have liked if um, last season after the playoffs we went after one of the guys who performed in the playoffs, so like an Andrew Kopp who went to the Red Wings. The Red Wings are doing the rebuild exactly how I'd want to see the Sabres doing it. They brought in the David. The only thing Detroit is lacking Billy Huso. They're a good team. This was a big win tonight, last night. Billy so, Huso is not doing well. Doing well. Huh? Billy Huso is not doing well. Um, I know what I'm saying. They, they, they made they, the effort. They made the effort to get him. They brought in a big piece in free agency. The Sabres I, could I, have easily done what Detroit did. And I don't know. The Sabres probably offered different guys contracts. We have no idea what goes on in those rooms, but you would have liked to see a little more. Like, we didn't retool anything. Because this year, it, before the expectation going into the season, for me at least, and I believe a lot of fans as well, was what, who, who was in the core? This kind of year for we know, we guys like know. We know. Lukeman, Casey Middlestat, Peyton Krebs, to, and Jack Quinn, J.J. Paterka, and uh, Dylan Cousins to show what they've got. I know it's like their rookie year and all, but like to prove a little bit, and then like especially guys like Krebs and Middlestats not the rookie year anymore. Especially Middlestat, they need to. This is Middlestat's like last chance on this team, and he hasn't. Okay, he has cold flashes. A friend of the podcast, um, Bill was talking to me, and he he was like, "You were really hating on Middlestat in the one episode," and I couldn't for the whole night. I was like silently thinking to myself, "I'm like, what is he talking about?" Remember, remember when I did the clown of the week. <laughs> I said, Casey Middlestats, the clown, cl- not clown of the week, month, he's clown of the year. You call him Bozo of the month. <laughs> yeah, he was a Bozo. I didn't like him at that time, but I couldn't remember why why I was labeled as a Middlestat hater. But I don't think I'm a Middlestat hater. I'm just a Middlestat truther. Like, we I know that could work on this team if surrounded by good players uh, who bring a I different think play, I think he'd play good with experienced NHL guys. I think I I think uh, Middlestat on a line with Skinner and Tuck, it wouldn't be amazing. It won't be what Tage Thompson is, but I think it would be – play with Tage Thompson? I'm just saying hypothetically. I'm not like saying this should happen. I'm just saying like imagine a player well, like – Who would you play with Tage Thompson? I was trying to think of this the other day or last night because I was thinking of like new line combinations and split up that top – Line, but um, I'd probably go JJ Paterka and maybe a Jack Quinn. Huh? Why not? But that's what, yeah, that'd just be an easy switch. Yeah, what do you play with? Cousins? Maybe, maybe flip them, make them the first line, Taz, or Thompson with 
Paterka and Quinn, second line, Skinner, Cousins, and or Skinner, middle set. I don't know. I'm just spitballing. Then I would like to see. I would like to see a a trade in the next coming weeks. I think. Yeah, I think if that only Jake Chikrin needs to be a forward. I, the I fact wanna... that on Chikrin it makes me happy, but it's. Not, I don't think it's the right thing to do. I won't be mad. Don't get me wrong. I would love Jake Chikrin here, but. I don't think that's need number one. I think there's bigger holes. Who do you want the Sabres to get other than Jake Chickering? Who is who's a guy who you think I'm, may be available, would make sense? And I'm going to bitch and moan for a minute because I really wanted Valerie Nachuskin after the playoffs watching him. I mean, Colorado shouldn't have let him go, and but I, I was in love with a, a Valerie Nachuskin type player coming in. I think he dominates on a team like this and brings it just another level. Another player on that uh, Colorado team, uh, Lecker and Mackey. Uh, I, I haven't seen anything about him on uh, Colorado this year. I don't know how he's doing. But, um, yeah. Uh, another guy, Jason Robertson, who uh, currently leads the NHL in goals. So yeah. there's that. Um, Kevin. And he's tugging on Superman's ball. cape in the McDavid point, usually shooing. So, Definitely don't want to trade for that guy. He sounds like a loser. I Why would the Sabres want him when we could watch all the young guys play? And then in three years, when all the new young guys play with the guys who were young and now they're old, and then the new young guys play. And we still have no playoff experience. Over the- and over. No one will ever have playoff experience. We got to tie the Bills drought. We're going for the dub. <laughs> we're going <laughs> the Bills drought. Um, just, yeah, I don't. I don't even. Uh, I like the Bo Horvat idea. I don't know what that's costing you. I think there's uh, I really moves that, that just make this team better and way more competitive. Like, you know who the core is. You look. Look at the first line. You got Thompson. He's part of it. Tuck. He's part of it. Skinner. Where's he gonna go realistically? Unless we retain salary, which do you even do now? Like we have. I think we got four more years of Jeff Skinner. So Jeff Skinner's after here. this season, so he just deal with it. He's also, here. Everyone yeah. was begging in the comments that summer: sign Jeff, re-sign Skinner, re-sign Skinner. Whatever it takes, they said. Whatever, yeah. <laughs> They'll get it done. And, and Jeff Skinner's on pace for the most points of his career. Yeah, good for him. Two back-to-back um, competitive seasons, hopefully, and he's part of the core. Second line, I, I almost think that whole second line with Cousins, um, Quinn, and Paterka is part of what's going to be here. You'd have to imagine. Maybe one of those three would be a trade chip. And like you said, you can put the them at your third line, and that is a deadly third line. And they're playing behind a first line consisting of a freak of nature who has hands – of of a of a Rolex watch. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of uh, him, I was kind of disappointed by a shootout attempt tonight. I was really hoping for something. I was like, he's gonna do something crazy, and then he did. I thought he was either gonna just smoke one top corner or completely undress. Yeah, um, he didn't. Who so? Remember that uh uh goal he had in the shootout? It was against Detroit. Yeah, it was on the streak. Where you just yeah. like when your controller dies and so mm-hmm. you just yeah. held the puck. 
Linus um, Olmark with the league's lowest goals against average, putting in an average of two a game. Let's go. And let's let's uh, do a save percentage Sabre. nine three five. Wow. Yeah, let's do the Sabers around the league. How's uh, how's our boy Jack Eichel doing? Wait a minute. Have we done a podcast since Jack Eichel's return? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, there's no way we haven't, but. Tage Thompson is currently tied for fourth in the league in uh, goals with 14, with tied with Pasta. Uh, Bo Horvat tied with McDavid for second with 17. Hey. Vancouver's looking better and better every week, so. They, just beat, uh, they beat Colorado, just like we're going to do tomorrow. Ten-game win streak starts tonight. <laughs> Canucks are nine, eleven, and three with twenty-one points, twenty-three games played. So yeah, they're they're identical to the Sabers almost. Uh, yeah, same exact amount of points. So that's fun. Yeah, who cares? Did you do you watch the hockey guy? Do you watch his rankings? It's been a while since I've watched the hockey guy, but I, okay. I, I was a big fan. I, I watched the rankings today. Where 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 do you think you put the Sabres? <clears throat> Overall in the league? Yeah. 21st. Thirty. For real? Yeah. He put us thirty. I mean it was you won. You won two when did this video come out? I think this morning. I think it was after the Tampa game. It was well, either after, if it was before the Tampa game. I think we're we're still at thirty. Because then we, he is staying at least a couple teams out of the Coyotes, Blackhawks, Sharks, Ducks, Canucks. He's not Blues. saying that's where end up. He said the Saber. He anticipates the Sabers moving up a little bit, but that's where that's where they are right now. I mean it. it Three of your last thirteen games are wins. How yeah, you and only one you got a point out of out of the ten you lost. Yeah. We're I don't think I don't think we're a good team this year. I, I and I know I know that's not the expectation, and I know everyone's young, but I, I want to watch entertaining hockey. And I think you're a few moves away from giving People entertaining hockey. You're a second line away. And you have everything to spend. You literally have the deepest prospect pool in the league. You have more picks than you know what to do with. Why can't we spend trade? You could literally trade Krebs, Osland, uh, Roseanne, all these prospects, picks, and still have Savoy, Kuli, guys in Russia, Devin Levi. You still have – I think you could trade half our prospects for and still be top three in the league. We have such a deep prospect pool. Like, I, I don't know what we're going to hoard all this for. Like, you can't – Do we want to be young forever? You Is that the plan? Just constantly bring in rookies and never add real players, be at the bears Because I don't want to wait for the for a few years from now when it's like, all right, how many out of Kulik, Savoie – and Osland are staying. Like, who's part of the new core from then? And then we're waiting for the next. Like, why are we going to go through this constant trial period for these young guys? I, you're at a point in the season now. You got a Casey Middlestat, who you're anticipating not being a major part of this team, if on this team at all, in the next coming years. 
You have a Victor Olison who you just signed to a two-year deal. You don't anticipate him being on the team. Let's move on from some of these guys. They're wasting. Let's say, let's say they're wasting season. our time. Is that that's what it feels like? You're wasting our time. You're making us wait for this hypothetical future where all these young guys turn out to be superstars and they're all studs. But it's a waste of our time. We're going to spend this whole year, in my opinion, watching this below 500 team show some signs of a young, fun hockey team, but we're just not good. And then what are we going to do next year? Is next year the year we bring in everybody? I think that's the plan this summer is to make the move. move. I think there will be the move that will be like – I think we – I'm ready for that now. I I don't see why you waste the rest of the season. I don't – I, I know you want guys to grow. I, th- I know you want guys to give their last shot at what they've got, but I don't care. I don't care what middle stat could become if given the opportunity because he doesn't provide a difference from what we have that works, that we want to keep in the score. All the positives he brings up, at least. We have the and magician. I player this year. I don't have too many. I named him Bozo of the Month. I don't even remember that. So I don't have any open hatreds to Casey Middlestead, but I don't see him being a part of this team. Yeah, Casey, definitely a great guy. Nice kid. You have two full lines, and one of them is all kids. Like, it's literally our version of the kids line from New York. But Mm -hmm. wasn't that line in New York like the third line out? Like, we need that second line of experience that can slow the game down and – Give the kids something to look at on the bend. We just. And that's a problem I have with trading for like Chikrin or even, I don't know how Bo, I don't know if Bo Horvat has a long playoff history or not, but I doubt Chikrin does. And you're bringing in these guys. Yeah, they're old, a little, they're not rookies. If we bring bring in Jacob Chikrin, I'm not going to be upset. Obviously, because he's a very talented player and would have been the best defenseman if it, in his draft if he wasn't injured. But it's just, I don't think it's what the team needs. Another youngish defenseman, left-handed. The oldest defenseman on the team besides Lubushkin. Right, but that yeah. – <laughs> Which is crazy. That's literally crazy. A 24-year-old would be your – Matias Samuelson, first NHL goal. Forgot about that. Congrats, Matias. I'm here listening. Uh, yeah, <laughs> for listening, Matias. For all those guys uh, saying, "Well, he's got no goals. How could you sign this guy to that contract?" Now he has one. So, shut up. Right. So, um, the New Jersey Devils are really good. Yeah, they they came to Buffalo and they uh they won. They they, they seem made. legit. They seem legit. Good for Lindy <laughs> Ruff. That was the true test coming into Buffalo and in their barn and beating them. Now mm-hmm. you are legit. Yeah, that that got him all the respect. Yeah, um, started off the season, fans were chanting "Fire Lindy," and then uh, they get 13 wins straight. Fans are chanting "Sorry, Lindy," so that's funny. Good for him. Good for Lindy Ruff. Good for Jack Hughes. Good for Nico Heischer. They look very good. Um, a lot of guys on that team look good. They, it looks like you're, a good you're team. telling me they they got their young core, and then they got. Good pieces to surround that core, and then like a Miles Wood or Tomas. Yeah, a lot of talent on that team, Kevin. 
Dougie oh. Hamilton. He's cool. Kevin, make the damn trade, Kevin. I'm so sick of Kevin. <laughs> what are you guys waiting for? What is there to evaluate? Middle that is middle stat. He's cool, but like it's not it's not gonna be we Read need some roots, Kevin. Society doesn't have much time to wait on the sabers. Mm-mm. Let's move it along. Global warming will be a problem eventually. <laughs> I don't want to watch a young team forever. I'd like to win a cup. One before I die. Isn't just that one, just one before I die. Yeah. Put it on a t-shirt. I saw a license plate with the one before I die and the Sabres logo on it. You go and eat, you do any Black Friday shopping? That was all Cyber Monday. I where did I go? On Black where Friday? did you go? I don't know. I don't think I went. In. Oh, I went to that uh, vintage store, the Queen City Vintage. I didn't buy anything. I, I can't. It's too expensive. Yeah, shout out to them. But uh, also, but I got the, I got this shirt there. It's a, a super cool store. If I had money, I would I would buy a lot of their stuff. They just have top end vintage clothes for very, I would say, agreeable prices for vintage. I would say. You pay for what you get. Yeah, I would say. Like if you're if you're I only been there once and it was right before the bill season started, so I think it was only bill stuff. Yeah, and it was all very high price. You gotta you gotta go in the summer because that's no sports are going on. Yeah. I'll I'll give them my cousin vintage. That place is overpriced. Screw those guys. I don't even want to get into it. I don't even want to get into it. Don't shop there if Oh my God! We just created our first beef. The Goatheads podcast has declared war on my cousin Vintage. Mm-hmm. In the forty-third minute of the sixteenth episode. Yeah. Wow. A line was drawn today. It was. Oh uh, yeah. So all Cyber Monday. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Do some Amazon shopping, or. Yeah, that was probably majority of it. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I didn't do any Cyber Monday. Did you any? Did you do any small business Saturday? No. I got out and about for small business Saturday, dude. I'll tell you. I didn't even know that was a thing. So. Yeah, it was. I didn't buy anything, but. <laughs> Doing your part. <laughs> Just walking around, making sure everyone's all right. <laughs> oh yeah, the Sabers. What else, what what else can we say? We're we're here. This is it's, this is what this is what we're going to be accepting until changes are made. Like there's Tyson Jones, he's here. He is good enough. I think he's just average player, and he just looks good compared to what we've had. So he's not what we mean when we say veteran playoff experience, like leadership. We want guys who can put points up. We don't want slouches. We want. Not calling Tyson Joseph slouch. I think he's been great on that fourth line. His expectations are not high, even though he was tenth overall pick. He is someone we who was him off waivers. Like, yeah. we're, if we're like, going to rip off, that needs to get the same level of treatment as Tyson Jost and be put on that fourth line or third, which he is. But like, I think I think. I think that third line can go. So you're telling me replace the third line with veteran. No, no, no. 
forwards. Trade the third line, bring Cousins and company down because that's a great line. Yeah, that's what I'm and saying. And if that's your third line, who? And, and imagine bring... your fourth line is Jost Gergensen. No, Jost Akposo, Asplund, and Gergensen scratched. That needs to be start happening. I don't care about his letter. I don't care how long he's been here. Peyton Krebs is sitting in the press box. The guy, the face of your Jack Eichel franchise-altering trade that was the biggest thing held off for months on end is sitting in the press box doing nothing. Is what the hell, Don? What the heck, Donnie? Donnie. What the hell. And that's the thing, claiming Tyson Jost. I know uh, he was definitely an upgrade over former Sabre Riley Sheehan, who uh, did not want to go to Rochester. Uh, I don't blame him, but uh, at the same time, didn't do shit, so I don't care. Um, Thanks for coming. My favorite favorite third-line player. Oh, no. I'm just so I'm so tired of this, and I'm so tired of waiting. It's it's unfortunate we won tonight, and this is the attitude that we put towards. It's unfortunate something. we won, but I don't think we would have won if the third period was five minutes longer. Detroit no. had all the momentum in the world. They hit two posts in the shootout. In all intents and purposes, we lost that game. I'm, I mean, we did not in the we did not literally lose the game, but you blew a four-one lead in the third. You blew a 4-2 lead in the third against Tampa. 5-3. Maybe it was 4-2. 5-3. No, I think you're right. I was there. Fun game. Fun game until about five minutes left. When it was 5-3, I go, we're losing this game. I said in regulation. I was not right about that, but I was right about losing. Wow, dude, congrats. You guessed we would lose the game. With three seconds, it was like a second left. Stamkos was butt naked in front of the net. Uh, they could have won that game in regulation. That's pass got tipped. So there's that. We almost lost in regulation. We almost lost tonight when they tied it up. I I thought for sure we weren't even gonna get a point. Yeah, there was like nine minutes left when that happened. So, but we squeaked it out. You got the two points. Win's a win. Clap it up. Go to the locker room. You play the defending Stanley Cup champions, the Colorado Avalanche, tomorrow night. So, what a fun team to face on a back to back. Yeah, that's that's gonna be a pretty game. Uh, very, very good. These guys, and I think that's a perfect time for Kevin to say that was a big test. Now I can make my moves, but I, I genuinely don't know because I'm sure to be a general manager, you have to have a lot of hard conversations and build these trades over weeks of talking to people. So it's not as easy as just texting a trade to a GM, and he's like, "Yeah," and then it's just official. Text Bill Vito, you up. I would just like to know that something is is going on and they're looking to improve. Because how long are we going to wait for this team to grow and we're going to waste Tage Thompson scoring 40 goals, Tage Thompson doing incredible things? Tage Thompson might not even 50, 60 goals this year. I don't think 60, probably 50. Darlene still playing amazing, still playing fourth among defensemen in points. That's two points tonight. From where he was a few years ago, and I think he's he's still he's still positive. He's he's one of the few players with the positive plus minus on the team. I think Owen Power is going to be a better overall defenseman than Rasmus Dahlin. And Owen Power is looking good too, and he's showing. Owen Power looks fantastic for being 19 years of age. Are you kidding me? The points may not be there, the goals at least, but this guy 
he has really turned it around. He started off a little choppy, but what can you expect? He's killing it. He's the amount of time he's getting on ice a game. The you can see it in his game. He's a lot more confident. He had a breakaway against Tampa. That almost yeah, the puck was hopping though. He couldn't control yeah. it. But um, goal will come. Um, yeah, you have all these pieces like branch like. Teams would kill to have some of these pieces, and you have all of them. You have a Dylan Cousins, who was just a, a great brand of hockey player to have, and I think he's got to be one of my top favorite favorite forwards. Oh, yeah. like, Dylan Cousins will – that one-two punch at center in years to come will be – once they are at the top of their games, I think, uh, yeah, will be very scary down the middle, especially if we make something for second or third line center. But don't you think we could be this team now? Like, yeah, entirely. I mean, I think uh, have the team. Like, you can keep some of your, you can keep most of your prospects, most of your picks, and still. I think there's a lot of lack of experience still. No matter what, having a third line where your oldest player is 21, unless you have like that top six really doing their job and you're getting like solid defense and goaltending, especially too, then I think it will work. I don't know how deep you can go in the playoffs, but you can make the playoffs. And that's really the goal right now for the next two years. So I think Buffalo Sabres fans, I'm not going to say like critical thinking ones. I'm going to say ones who are, who just pay attention a little bit and they'll look at the standings and those they're t- when when is it going to be over? We drafted Jack Eichel for for like a viewer who's who's not familiar with every aspect of the Sabers prospects and all the potential to be good. Like, how long are we going to watch a team and and end in the top bottom six every year? Look at Seattle right now. Seattle's one of the best teams in the league. And look at the roster on paper next to the Sabres. I don't think they're that much better. I don't no. think Seattle is that much better than the Sabres. And it's literally just the way they play. It literally – they own the Buffalo Sabres. We have yet to beat them because we they play, play, we play a very soft hockey. We play Speaking of uh, – let's get let's, – I think we've beaten a dead horse here with the Sabres. We've made our points for the past couple of weeks, and I don't think anything's going to change until there's a trade. Well, then but, what are we going to talk about? Seriously, Seattle Kraken beating uh, LA Kings last night nine to eight in uh, uh, overtime, and Cal Peterson immediately being put on waivers this morning. Uh, former Sabre draft pick. No, he we, played real. No. He better not. He's got two more years at five million after this year, so no. I was just I didn't think we were, but he played a really good game against us last year. Oh well, it's been fun, Zach. Um, <laughs> uh. I don't think there's much left to say. Um, yeah. we, won we won last night. We're going to win tonight if you're listening. <laughs> we're, we're Ooh-ha, the- Sabres on a warpath. Turn this ship around. Incoming 10-game win streak. We'll be back at the top very soon. And uh, there are n- There's nothing to worry about. Everything will be fine. We will be Stanley Cup champions. I look at the roster, and I don't see any problems with it. I like it. <laughs> Good job, Kevin. I like it a lot. That was paid for by Kevin Adams. <laughs> he paid us thirty thousand dollars to do that. Crazy. 
Yeah, so uh, we're going to wrap this one up. Uh, follow us on Twitter at GoHeadsPod. If you're streaming on Spotify, Apple Music, or anything else, make sure you download, leave a review. Uh, YouTube, like, subscribe, leave a comment. Um, yeah, that's that's about it for today. Good night, Dylan. <laughs> Good night, Dylan. Good night, everybody.